what's this? No intro music. Uh, you see, I forgot the, well, I brought the wrong cable into work today. It's just how things go. But I thought I'd get this podcast out for you today. It's Personal Training Daily, episode 57. And this is a recording I did with the wonderful, the delightful, the incomparable Claire Winter. She's giggling over in the corner, by the way, everyone. Uh, it's true though, it's true. Uh, on Friday, I was kind of having this little mini meltdown over like all the anxieties and there's a lot of trainers feeling that at the moment around all the tier systems, what we can do, what we can't do. And I think there's a lot of good stuff that come from that conversation and advice from Claire that as a trainer or a service professional in any field that you guys will really take a lot from. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand over to me and Claire, both of us. And in fairness, I just talk for the first two minutes so you might want to skip forward maybe a, a minute and a half two minutes uh and claire will help you through the rest of the podcast thank you for listening and i will see you in the next episode good afternoon welcome to uh a slightly different setup the last time you saw claire and i speaking on one of these live streams we were hemmed into a tiny little shoebox of a cupboard much on her request why she likes that cupboard i don't know <laughs> I'm more of a, like, this kind of place man, but, you know, I won today. Uh, today is uh, a good time to actually just review some of the content Claire's done. Uh, it, when did you do your webinar? Was it June? Yeah, it was around that kind of time, I think. Yeah, in June, Claire did an amazing webinar with Stuart on how to deal with, like, self-doubt. And, and I thought it was brilliant at the time and triggered by one of our members watching that webinar a couple of days ago and leaving amazing, amazing feedback and the timing, especially for, hey, hands up being biased, the tiering system in England, the tiering system in Scotland. Um, Northern Ireland's gone into a lockdown, uh, sorry, a fire break. They've gone into a fire break, copying the Welsh. And Wales look like they might be on the verge of going back into a fire break soon as well. I thought it was a good time to bring Claire onto a live stream just to talk about maybe a little bit about that webinar, but also because we're all kind of struggling with it a little bit. Um, we see it in the group. We feel it in the Lift the Bar group. And it's just a good time to have a conversation about how we can deal with self-doubt a little bit more, the anxieties around our jobs, around Christmas and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm going to make sure we're loud and clear. Can you just confirm to me in the group that you can hear me? Uh, and we can't hear Claire yet because I'm not letting her speak. We're here to talk. Claire's talk to us, but I'm I'm hogging the airtime. Um, I'll watch out for that. Anyway, so without any further ado, here's Claire to talk about stuff. Claire, your webinar in June was so well received, and we had great feedback in the group yesterday or the day before on that. And I'm kind of out of mini meltdown over the tiering system because of all the anxieties about what my business can and cannot do. I know there's loopholes. I know that I can legally do stuff, but I've got these anxieties around whether it's moral or not to do the job. And uh, yeah, just a bit of a kerfuddle and everything. I think that's quite a normal feeling. Are you noticing that as well at the moment? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, everyone is going through it. And I think even if we took the latest changes out of the equation, it's been a tough year for everyone. And, and it's just gradually chipped away at, people's reserves yeah there's been that level of stress we've spoken about it before that's throughout when you throw in things like these changes and the constant sort of shifting that we've been going from you can't plan so anyone that's uh, that is prone to planning and that's not necessarily you but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with this. i leave that to you <laughs> stop, stop. look we've all got our skill sets <laughs> Absolutely. 
um, but that will be an extra stress for them. And yeah. and even if you're not prone to planning, you you know you have to react. And right now we don't know what we can do. So there's that question. It takes everyone's out of their comfort zone in any way, shape or form, even if you're normally confident in what you do and how you do it and where you do it and all of that kind of stuff. All of a sudden that comfort blanket's gone because we're in a situation where it's kind of like, I'm not really sure if I'm allowed to do this. Am I not allowed to do that? If I'm allowed to do it, is it right for my clients? And if it's, how are they going to receive this? Are they going to be doing stuff? And we've got so many ways to question ourselves and we're kind of all using all of them. <laughs> uh, and there's not that that rock. There's normally something going on that you can kind of go back to and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I've got this bit. And, and there's little bits that, you know, you can change. And at the moment, I think just that sort of point of safety has disappeared and everyone's feeling a little bit like they've been put on a little raft somewhere and, and, and are trying to kind of swim to some kind of rock or something that they can say, yes, I'm kind of like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it's settled. I think, again, we, we keep going through these phases where it, this little bit will pass. Yeah. So we'll get confirmation next week of what we can and can't do. People will adjust to what they're doing. They will open or not open based on what they're allowed and what they have decided. And with all of these things, once you've got that, it gives you the certainty. Once you've made decisions quite often and, and you kind of get that place of of sort of an element of certainty an element of i know i'm doing this and then you can create your own new comfort blanket even if it's a temporary one it's just that as soon as the next change comes along as soon as something's going to shift it brings up all those anxieties again of, of what for us do. as well it's like we would like i speak to johnny about it i speak to michelle about it quite a lot as well obviously my sister and stuff it's like when will the client goodwill and, and at the moment, there's no signs of that. But again, it's one of these anxieties. And I think I'm building up stories in my own head that look, if we can't be there in January, if we can't be there for the, like, the new year, new me, like, even though it's not technically a very busy month for signups, we usually find more signups in February, oddly. But I think if we can't be there in February, is that the point whereby it gets exhausted? Do you think that's a normal thing to th- I've been thinking? Yeah, I, I'm, think, I'm I think it's really it. normal, but I think it's wrong. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it is really normal. And one of the things I went through in the webinar is I think a lot of our insecurities come from our own internal dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of the time, it's stuff we've made up because most of the time we we can't know. <laughs> so we're always really good at coming up with negative stories. We never come up with kind of positive ones yeah. and, and get carried away with that kind of stuff. We come up with the negative ones. But the, the reason why I think that that sort of thought pattern, which I've heard a few times in the group as well, isn't right, is because fundamentally what people want in, when, in January when they decide they're going to do something to change their life or to improve their fitness or this year is going to be the year I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do it now, that kind of process tends to happen naturally. The end of the year is, a, is one of those things where whether you do New Year's resolutions or not, you kind of have that sort of stock take. Yeah. Um, it also happens at key life events. So you tend to find like the big birthdays and stuff like that at the times when people kind of have those thoughts. But it happens to everybody normally around that at the end of the year. Now, I think that will still happen because it's a natural thing. Yeah. And we know that there will definitely be people that want to do something about their health or their fitness that want this year to be the year that they lose 
lose weight or who just feel like things have got worse over the 2020 period because they haven't been as active um they they've maybe kind of indulged more in their their food or their their drink or their sort of calorific coping mechanisms um and that they want to make those changes and as trainers gym owners however we offer that kind of service we can help them and as you've said lots of times it's not about where we help them yeah it's not about the location that gives us our comfort blanket that that's that's for us that's our kind i know what i'm doing in my gym or in my space or i know what i'm doing when i go to somebody's house or however it is that we deliver the service that's our comfort blanket but for the person who sat there going i just want my life to get better you can absolutely help them do that you can help them towards those goals regardless of what the restrictions may or may not be the other factor to this is they don't have i don't mean it's quite as negative as can sound but they don't have other choices yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's that's the not, saving grace for me in many respects that, well, absolutely they are not looking at this going well you won't let me come to your gym i'm going to go to the one around the corner because the one around the corner can't let them in either well they bloody shouldn't the be open i tell you <laughs> they shouldn't be open so their choices are still comparable exactly the same as they are when everything is normal they can choose to come and train with you or they can go and train with a different gym and they make those choices based on all sorts of factors and that's the same it's not the the comparable factors are the same yeah so it's not how we would like it to be but absolutely people are going to want to make those changes and absolutely we're all in a great position to help them do that, even if it's not our preferred position. I think um, part part of the worry is, like for me, is like they know they can't go anywhere else. They can't come to us. Is this now the time where people say, yeah, I know I supported you from a membership for a little while, but now, unfortunately, with Christmas and end in sight, it might just be a good time to just pause everything for a little while. And we know that's inevitable. And you kind of much like the vaccine is inevitable until that point comes, it's a case of just trying to manage those anxieties. But for people like me that are thinking like that and you can give d- advice directly to me and I'll pass it directly on to Johnny, <laughs> I'm going to pass the buck on it, that are worried that, that, and it's only natural that some clients are going to want to pause and such like, how do we handle that from like the logistics of pausing uh, all the way through to, the contact that you recommend we have with people who do pause to bring them back in. Uh, what kind of conversations do you think we should be structuring that way? Um, so firstly, I think it, it's natural. And we, we need to remember that it's natural at any time in a normal year. This time of year isn't one where people are necessarily got extra cash. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's thinking, you know, Christmas presents and turkeys and all the trimmings and whatever else. And, and the, finances tend to be a bit tighter so that can be the same at any point I think absolutely it's it's potentially worse this year we know we've got issues around people losing their jobs and all of that kind of stuff and there's not anything we can do about that yeah yeah yeah. um the before I go into some of the logistics on the actual pauses and stuff the other thing to remember is that not everyone is sticking with you out of some kind of favor to you it's not charitable yeah, yeah. It's because they they're are the still yeah. getting a service yeah. they're still improving their health and fitness or maintaining their health and fitness or 
getting stress relief or enjoying the fact that you are providing a level of consistency in their life that they're not able to get anywhere else right now. And they are getting benefits out of your service. They might be the same as they normally get. They might be different ones, but there is quite often a reason they're doing it. There might be some clients that are just kind of like, no, it's, you know, I'm going to do this for you because of past yeah, um, yeah, stuff. and I've got about fifty-fifty on that. There I think are a lot personally. The gym, the gym, a lot of people, a lot of people are still paying because they like, look, it's been brilliant, and we want you to keep Zoom going on. But then there's a proportion that say, "Nah, Zoom's never going to be for me," yeah. and I'll keep things going because I think there's an end in sight. And then we've got the ones that Zoom isn't for me. There's no end in sight. So uh, unfortunately, and also finances, there's so many different reasons. Yeah. And like we think there's only like stay or leave but in fact if you break it down there's like 10 sub reasons for people staying and 10 sub reasons for people leaving yeah definitely and I think again some of those that have left earlier in the year may well still come back in January regardless of what the situation is because again a lot of people you know go back to March a lot of people like I'll worry about my health and fitness in a few weeks when this is over um we're now you know November and we're all going okay we know it's another few months yet (laughs) it's not a few weeks and I think that kind of January reset thing there will be some people that go, I can't keep putting this off until everything goes back to normal because it's still months away. And if I carry on ignoring this, I'm just going to get unfitter, unhealthier, feel even more rubbish. And maybe it is time to go and do (laughs) do something. Um, But in terms of if people do want to pause, the actual logistics, obviously thing is going to tend a little bit on your sort of payment processes and things yeah. like that. Certain payment processes will let you do a pause. Some won't. And it has to be like a cancel and restart type of thing. So it's worth looking into your specific logistics on, on that payment when it comes stuff, to the detail. Yeah. Um, whether or not you offer a pause, um, obviously the good thing about somebody pausing rather than canceling is you've got, you've got a reason to, to contact them again. And, yeah, and yeah. You, you would contact them again if they left, but there's a limit to how many times you can keep sort of saying in different ways, hey, we're here. Do you want to come back? Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas if you've still got an active payment profile, even if it's paused, there's there's a reason to, to keep going back and saying, are you ready to come back yet? Or, you know, we can restart this or this is what we'll be doing next month and things like that. What would you say is there. a fair contact frequency for things like that? Do you think it, you have, it's got to be governed by the news telling us when the next phases are would you say it like that or would you did you think that there's a set frequency or a set duration that you would recommend i think there's a combination of factors so i think that if you just took a rough guide of say once a month you know you're not gonna that's not gonna be too much for anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of that if there's any particular triggers either external or internal to your business that mean it's a good idea you use those as well. So that could be something changing government-wise. Yeah. It could be something changing within your own business. And that doesn't need to be a major change. That might be a, hey, we're offering recipe book. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about those before. Yeah, we've put in this new you, um, wait, 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 class uh, format. You're offering a recipe book? <laughs> Where, Where do, do I sign, sign up? up? <laughs> um, you know, it could be, you know, now we've got some yoga for example, yeah, yeah, sessions yeah. or some Pilates or, or we're putting in a mobility session or we're, we're running this six-week challenge or something like that. Um, so something like that, that's always worth saying to people. If you know the client, so if it's, you know, hopefully you do know them well enough, yeah. then sometimes you'll know. You know, if, if you've got clients that you know will never go anywhere near yoga, then possibly saying to them, hey, we've got yoga starting won't be the thing for them. But for other clients, it may well be the deciding factor. Yeah. Um, 
definitely going back to the sort of the new year stuff I think that's always a good time to, to contact people because even if they stopped just before Christmas then give them a couple of weeks and they go through that natural new year stuff a, a contact about how they're getting on and you know what their plans are for the for the the new year or for maintaining their health and fitness or something like that could be the prompt to get them back so I think those kind of combinations really um the other thing is when somebody does when you do pause for somebody definitely find get an indication from them what their current thought is yeah yeah that's something we're quite good at it's like okay you paused when would you like us to speak to you again about this yeah or do you want to um and again i I think you know in how you ask if you say when do you want me to talk to you about this again and they say in six months time you're then left with that moral dilemma of well do i contact them again in you know march or do i contact them in january Whereas if you say, when do you think you'll be returning? It's not so much about when you talk to them, but you've got that indication of that. That's definitely a time you can contact them and say, hey, you said you'd you'd probably be coming back in April. But between now and April, that doesn't mean say you can't contact them because you haven't sort of ruled that out. You can still be sort of checking in on them, how they're getting on generally. Just send them text Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Boxing Day, just say Happy Christmas is just like standard courtesy anyway, isn't it? Absolutely um how are you getting on with xyz you know them you know what their goals are you know what they were what they were doing it might be that their goals aren't the same as they were yeah we've found that a lot yeah yeah, yeah. right now as i said earlier it's not so much that people are getting um the big the big the same benefits that they were getting before they're getting they but they are getting benefits uh i think this ties into why some why there's a lack of confidence as well in some cases because we're not necessarily getting seeing the same results in clients that potentially we were at other points. And as personal trainers, we're not always the best at noticing or or accepting those other benefits that people are getting. Oh, we've we've heard that loads of curious, like uh, people saying, uh, "My weight isn't really doing much, but if I didn't have this, I don't know what I'd do." Like, uh, yeah, but that's not measurable. <laughs> For fuck's sake, <laughs> you know. And you're so right. You're so right. It's it's. Taking uh, taking something where tangibles can give us a comfort blanket that we're good at our job, intangibles are often more rewarding, but because we can't count them, at the moment we have a little paddy, it's like, yeah, I know like everyone said we're amazing and everyone said that like what we're doing is brilliant and they'd never leave us, but they might because they're not losing weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true. Um, cool. Wait, we've not got any questions coming in, so I think you've answered things yeah, pretty goddamn well. So before we leave, before we head off, for we'll just chat just talk uh are there any last minute tips for trainers like specific tips you might give a trainer for uh managing the next period of uncertainty what should they be doing like on a daily basis is there anything you'd recommend beyond anything you've mentioned so far i think there's an argument for being a little bit insular yeah uh, making sure you're not comparing yourself to other people you're not looking at everything else whether or not you do something for your business should be based on you and your clients, yeah. not what some other personal trainer is doing somewhere else. So running things through that kind of filter of what do my clients need right now? How are, how are they feeling about things? Um, and listening to your clients when they tell you that things, that, that what they're getting out of it. Yeah, so yeah, not yeah. disregarding those things because, again, we do that. So, so allowing that to provide those, those, those bits of, of comfort that we need. I think 
um, it's really easy to focus on the negative, particularly at the moment. The negative is everywhere. It's on the news. It's on every social media feed. Every You can pick up anything and you will get a negative vibe from it. So we need to get better at creating our own positive stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is tough. I'm not saying it's not a case of we're all just going to kind of hold hands and we can't hold hands and skip around the countryside. That's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, In six. <laughs> In tip seven. <laughs> but um but find those positives within your own environment yeah yeah and and focus on those put some time in for your own self-care in whatever way that is for you i've noticed that's dropping for me and, and that's the stuff that that is, is normally the first to go particularly when we get to these stressful yeah, situations I'm, I'm, my self-care's dropped and, and my stress has gone up yeah go figure <laughs> and you know what is in your self-care kind of like yeah, yeah. bubble. You know what works for you. Some people don't. And I think if you don't know what it is, it's time definitely time to find that. Try. Get that time. Try different things. Try so listening to different music. Try going for a walk. Try putting in some of the different stuff. Try meditation. It might not work for you, but you give it a go and you, you sort of set yourself that little bit of a, a, a challenge, a bit of a sort of fun experimentation. What can I do that is going to, that, that might make me feel better. You know, decent song, and we've all got a different definition of what that might be, can really, really help. Just chucking some music on will make a massive, massive difference. I'm gonna take this moment. I'm playing Evergreen at the moment. I was just about to say, I, was, I, was like, I can't hear any music, but yeah. you're pushing buttons, so I'm assuming there's yeah. music somewhere. Music, you say? <laughs> music it is. So stuff like that, you know, just having a dance around your kitchen or your lounge, and I think finding those things that can can be positive when you're in a period of uncertainty try and create your own certainty yeah try and split things into well what can i do and what can't i do where we are right now if we're waiting for advice and we think it might be available on monday we have a choice we can spend the whole weekend stressing out raising our blood pressure over something that we don't know yeah and that's and that's or the killer isn't it we can put it to one side and go do you know what? I've got a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much covered. I just need to forget about this as much as I can. I'm not saying it's going to go completely from your brain, but it doesn't have to be the sole focus. It might be a case of, okay, I put this to one side. I am going to focus on having some fun this weekend, doing whatever I can for me. Yeah. And then when I know what I'm allowed to do, then I'll go back into action mode. Yeah, and I do, th- I do think... It- People do need to have multiple plans. We, we've got multiple plans, and that's almost part of the fatigue for me. Yeah, it's like okay, that one will work. But it's, mm, that one will work, but as long as the police force don't notice we're doing it. But you, you see what I mean? We got yeah. so many different things that potentially we can do, and that, yeah. like you say, and and your advice is 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 solid. You know, the self care stuff. Like it, just noticing myself, training slightly less, walking slightly less doing less pickups and drop-offs again a lot of that i understand is because of the lockdown and less daylight hours to do the stuff i need to do in daylight it's just it's just a little bit of a mishmash of things but your point is fair it's like unfortunately the daylight isn't gonna get longer until march so there's got to be other ways around it so just be realistic with that that was brilliant. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, no comments come in in terms of questions. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm going to cut it there so the people watching on Catch Up can do stuff succinctly. Uh, have a great weekend, whatever it is you do. And thank you very much to you for coming in and okay. talking. Uh, back to the office we go. Bye.